Welcome to episode 17 of the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. Welcome back to the podcast, Hot Mess to Great Success. A little bit of private inspiration to organize pieces of your personal and professional life. Now here's your host, Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Hey there, everyone. This is Dr. Jennifer Gardella. Welcome to episode 17. Really excited for this episode because it takes a deep dive into shifting your mind, making something very easy for your business, and then getting really clear on where drama is showing up in your life. We're going to talk about gratitude, easy ways to blog, and shutting off that drama beacon. So let's get started. I've had a really interesting week with um, some situations in my life, and I cannot wait to share with you all that I have learned. The first is if you're somehow feeling out of place, if something just doesn't feel right for you, sometimes we just need to sit back and sit in gratitude. This can actually be incredibly profound if in your life you're experiencing a situation of lack. If you don't have what you want in your life, love, money, friendships, great relationships, whatever, the job that you want, I want you to look at what you do have and thank the universe for it. Now, this unfortunately for me was a lesson that I had to learn time and time again. And over the last few years, I've really worked hard to perfect uh, and implement a gratitude practice every single day. As I recently joked on a podcast where I was interviewed, I am a, you know, a complete stat head. I love spreadsheets. And every morning I sit down at my computer and I open my spreadsheet, my gratitude journal, and I type in the three things that I'm grateful for and then a mindset shift for that day. So what I've learned is that when I'm not feeling well in a particular situation, it's usually because I haven't said thank you. Now, I can also tell you that the practice of gratitude in many ways lets you transform the way that you look at situations that maybe have a lot of negativity in them. I'll share that years ago, I decided to leave a relationship. It was incredibly unhealthy for me uh, emotionally. Um, The problem is that I was working for the guy that I was dating. And so it was very entangled in my personal finances, in my professional life. I wasn't really sure if I wanted to leave the relationship to begin with, even though I kind of knew it was unsafe. And there was just a lot of confounding factors. Well, I did run out of that relationship in the end. And what I wound up doing was saying thank you. I was able in my heart to say thank you to that person for all that they actually had brought to my life. We had taken some great trips. I had had a phenomenal launch to my career, which I now sit in gratitude to him to this day. And I, at that time of our breakup, as well as as recently this past summer, I've taken the time to thank him. Now I will share, I've never received anything back. So he never thanked me for what I brought to our relationship. He never even acknowledged the thank yous that I was giving to him. But what I've learned is that gratitude brings a peace to you whether or not the other individual is going to even acknowledge your thanks. Now, as I've shared with you many times, my ex-husband died a few years ago, and it was a horrific situation. What the biggest problem for me, being a complete control freak, is that there was nothing that I could do to make him better. He was diagnosed with a deadly form of cancer and unfortunately was gone within 82 days. 
the only way, one of the only ways that I have found that I could survive that time was to sit in gratitude. I immediately started to sit in gratitude for John as a person. We have three children together. He was a wonderful father. We had developed an incredible peace, friendship, and co-parenting team mentality between the two of us since our divorce, which was of great benefit to both of us and especially to our children. There were also many other gifts that his death brought to me that I finally started to acknowledge because I was so sick of sitting in all of the depression about his death. And the gifts were numerous. There was extra money for me to raise my children. I had the opportunity to do a TED Talk about our peaceful relationship, which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, the other thing with um, John's death is I developed, because I chose to, close really supportive relationships with all three of my children. John was their favorite parent and he was gone. And I knew that I would never be able to replace him, but I was at least able to step in as that support for them. And our relationships are now rock solid. Now I've also been doing a little bit of work under the guidance of Ken Honda and his belief, um, his belief systems about money. He's unbelievable. I think he's Japanese. And he has a whole process of simply saying thank you to your money. As you all know, and as I'm planning to talk about in a future episode, money has never really been a, uh, well, it's always been a hot, stressful topic for me. And what Ken's uh, program has helped me to do a little bit is to realize that it's based on beliefs that I have to get rid of. But the first thing that I can do before any of those beliefs even need to be uncovered is just say thank you. And to make a special carve out a special way to say thank you specifically to money is really for me to say arigato to my money, <laughs> which is kind of funny, right? To start to say that, but it's helped me tremendously. You say arigato to your money when it comes in, when it comes out, when you're checking it. I can tell you that uh, in the last couple of weeks, I've made a significant, uh, well, I've dedicated a lot of time to managing my QuickBooks. Uh, my accountant is going to be thrilled. And through that management, I have almost, you know, thrown the computer out the window. It's incredibly frustrating to learn. I've started to say arigato to QuickBooks just as a way to relax into the process. So when the universe isn't delivering what you need, like, like me and money, maybe you need to say thank you to the money that you have or whatever the situation is. And then when there's a situation that is disturbing to you or not going the right way, it's possible that you need to look for the silver lining, shining parts, lessons that you learn and say thank you and sit in gratitude for those. Oof, okay, so that... Um, is the first topic that we're going to go over. The second one is an easy way to get a blog going. One thing that I work with a lot of people on is increasing their personal digital footprint out there in the world. It doesn't matter if you are working for a corporation, a company, or if you have your own um, company like I do. Your digital footprint around your expertise is critical these days. I've actually worked with a lot of professors and academics who are used to their entire professional career being logged in journals that's you know collect dust and sit in libraries and what they're learning is that they need to have a digital presence as well now the problem with developing a digital presence is that you do need a little bit of tech skill what you really need is a system to get your ideas down you need an editorial calendar which is based on 
keyword research. Gosh, I've talked about that enough, right? Uh, you also need some idea of what you want to be blogging about. For me, the biggest problem is sitting down, even if I have an editorial calendar, it's sitting down and having the, um, staring at that white page. It's having that white page in front of me that shuts me down. So I have developed a system that is transforming the way my workflow in the blogging space. So I've recently written about this on my blog, My Steps in Time. I will link to that blog in the show notes if you wanna read the details. But here's what you need to do. You need to have an app on your phone that can that can transcribe that you can talk into, and that now there's a bunch of them out there. If you're going to do this over Wi-Fi or you have unlimited data, I would get the Otter AI app, O T T E R dot AI app on your phone. So I would get that one. If you're not going to be able to do this, like I don't have unlimited data or Wi-Fi in my car, so I downloaded a regular, um, just a voice recorder. I think it was $2.99. Now, if you use the Otter AI app, you dictate directly into Otter AI. If you're using a different voice recording app, you dictate into that app, and then you just send yourself the file, and you download that to Otter AI. Otter AI is an amazing service that allows you to use it for 600 minutes of transcription each month. So if you're writing four or five blog posts a month, I'm right now doing eight, I have more than enough minutes. Just to give you an idea, about three to 500 words is gonna be about 10 to 15 minutes of transcription time. So you have more than what you need. Now, getting the Otter AI system set up is ridiculously easy. What I do then is I take my transcription in Otter AI, whether I've transcribed, transcribed it directly into Otter AI or whether I've had to send them the file to transcribe for me. I take the text file, download it into a Google Drive doc, which should not shock you at all because I talk about that all the time. And then I have the beginning of a blog that I can edit it gets ridiculously easy. Now I will share that it takes some time to get your uh, talking voice ready um, and perfected into Otter AI. Not necessarily for me a stumbling of words, but a cohesion of ideas. So what I've learned to do is before I start, I actually have a flow to the blog that I am going to talk about. And then where can I do this? I can actually start to talk into my phone and record blogs while I'm driving, while I'm walking around the block with the dog, while I'm driving home. It's saved me a tremendous amount of time and made the blogging process very simple. So again, I'll link to some more details in the show notes. Get, get recording, transcribe it, get editing, and get publishing out there in the world so people understand your expertise. Now, this last topic that I want to talk to you about is one that I'm struggling with this actual very week. And years ago, I worked with a life coach because I was seeming to be attracting a lot of drama into my life. Uh, the life coach's name was Michelle Angoran of the Center for Relaxation and Healing in Plainsboro. Well, now she's in Princeton, actually. I saw her in Plainsboro. She's moved. And just this weekend, I had a situation where I felt like there was a lot of drama coming into my life, completely unsolicited by someone that maybe I've met twice. She does live in my town. Um, and the first thing that I thought of was, Michelle would tell me that I have flipped on my drama beacon. 
It is a beacon at the top of a lighthouse that puts it out to the world that I am accepting drama. Now, I have to tell you, and I will not share the exact details of what happened, but this woman reached out to me with a, hey, let me tell you what you're doing wrong sort of text. And I, as you can imagine, was a little shocked. I called my inner circle in because it was clear that my drama beacon was on and I wanted to turn it off. Now, my inner circle includes my best friend, Danielle, my very good friend, Mary Fran Bontempo, and also I've called in my friend, Stacey Rasky. She's a business coach who I recently met, and I know I've talked to her about, about her on this podcast. And they each had a different opinion, which I'm now going to give you out of order that I just listed their names. One of them told me, don't respond. One of them told me to block this woman forever. She had my text number. She had my phone number from a while ago because she needed some information from me. The other person told me to use my magnificent Jersey attitude and slay this woman over text. All three, very, very appropriate, but I felt that they would each have a very different result. Obviously, and one of the problems that I've had is when I do choose to lash back out at someone, usually that's gonna lead to disaster and I don't have a good feeling when I do that. So I decided not to respond at all. I also decided not to block this woman, and there was a reason for that, because little did I know, <laughs> but she was going to be texting me quickly, and I didn't want her to get a message that I had blocked her. I felt like that could incite even more drama. Um, years ago, a good friend of mine said, don't throw fuel on the fire, and I really did, in my um, dealing with this situation, use that. Um, theory of his to not engage anymore. I know that if I added, responded, told her what I really thought. Interestingly enough, what happened was she wound up texting me again. She tried to bring me into even more drama with a, isn't this horrific? She brought in my kids. She brought in my stepdaughter. It was pretty awful, the things that she was saying and the way that she said it. And again, I relied on, okay, my drama beacon must be still on. Do not respond. So my advice to you is, if you're having drama that is finding its way into your life, don't engage. For me, this was about boundaries. Somehow, this woman thought it was appropriate to share her opinion of, my of what I was doing in my life, which was the first text, and then drag me into drama that neither one of us has any business sitting in the middle of or discussing. And that was probably because in some way I was putting it out there to the universe. So my inner circle was there to help me. My drama beacon was on. I have meditated on this. I have worked with the universe. And I'd like to thank the women on my team in my inner circle who really helps me get through this. So remember, when your drama beacon goes off, when drama comes into your life, don't throw gas on that fire. Have the power and sometimes the self-control simply to walk away or not respond. So there you have it. This week we talked about gratitude, easy way to blog, and uh, what to do when you're attracting drama into your life. Guys, this is Dr. Jennifer Gordella. It is my pleasure to, um, that you, and great honor, I should say, that you are here with me listening to my thoughts. Uh, please visit the show notes and I'll include any links that I talked about and promised you from this recording. And I will see you next week. <laughs>
Thanks so much. Bye-bye.